Welcome to the Everyday Saints podcast, where we are exploring what it looks like to be a disciple of Jesus in everyday life. We are in our third season now, and we are talking about one of the values that Jesus exhibited uh, that we like to call seeing others. Um, several times within the Gospels, we look at how Jesus interacted with people that other others would just ignore. And so it's one of the things we want to be all about here at Northside Christian Church. And today I've got a special guest uh, with us. I'm sitting here with Fred Cox, who uh, is kind of on a sabbatical from being one of our elders. And um, he has recently started working at HEB, and I'm just going to let him introduce himself to you. So Fred, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, I'm Fred Cox, and uh, uh I moved here in uh, 2006 from uh, Los Angeles, and uh, I was born in Jackson, Mississippi. And when, uh, oh, somewhere between uh, when I was born and five years old, we moved to California. And that's uh, pretty much where I grew up, uh, kind of in the Watts area there, or Inglewood, right in between there. And um, uh, I've uh, been in the church uh, just about all my life. Uh, my mom uh, was uh, a member in the choir at our church, and my dad was an elder, and uh, those were my uh, first two disciples. And uh, I remember one time somebody asked me, uh, what does a like disciple look like? And I showed him a picture of my mother. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's got to be flattering for her. Yeah. And uh, uh, I went to Lock High School, and... Uh, I went to Pacific Christian College, and uh, I did four years there. And um, in, like I said, 2006, we moved to uh, Houston here. So we've been here at North Northside uh, for 15 years. Wow. And uh, uh, the way we found Northside was when I told my mom we were moving to Texas, the first thing came out of her mouth was, you're going to trade an earthquake for a tornado and a hurricane? And, <laughs> and the next thing she did was she got this little booklet. And she says, make sure you find a church. Look in here. And uh, when we got moved in and settled and uh, got our home, we started looking for a church. And Northside was in this little booklet that uh, was uh, Churches of Christ and Christian Churches. And so uh, that first Sunday, we went to, um, uh, to go to church, and the address was, uh, some of you may remember, the space. That was the address, and that's where we went, and we had no idea that the church services were being held somewhere else. So the first church we went to uh, was with this couple that was sitting in the parking lot that had just come from McDonald's, and we went to ask them if they knew where um, the intermediate school was, and uh, they didn't know, so they invited us to church. So we went to church with them the first Sunday we went to a church here in Texas. And uh, the lady that invited us, her, her sister knew where the school was. So the following Sunday we went the north side. And I'll never forget the way we were greeted. Um, and everybody was uh, so openly friendly. And we sat 
and we worshiped and we listened to the message that Dave brought forth. And after it was over, my wife and I looked at each other and we said, this is our church. And we've been here ever since. Man, that's awesome. I, I love, because I've heard you tell that story several times. And I, I just love the fact that like, we had the wrong address. Well, it's, it wasn't the wrong address. It just wasn't where we were having services. Right. And so, you know, but you guys still found your way to a church. Yeah. Um, but then figured out where we were meeting. So, mm-hmm. and we are glad that you did find that out. So I also love the fact that your mom just gave you a book and said, here, look in here for a church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when we, when we talk about um, our value of seeing others, what does that mean to you? Like, how, how would you define that? I would say it's believing that others have value, that they're significant, and, and being genuine in that. Uh, because everyone does have value, whether you can see it right off the bat or whether you uh, go to the process of trying to find who they are and what they're about. I love that. Uh, every single person has value. It just goes back to we are every single human beings created in the image of God. Right. And so inherently, just by being a human being, mm-hmm. we have value. Right. Um, man, and it just, it starts with believing that. I love that, that you make it about that first. So is there somebody in your life that you feel like, um, really exemplified this for you and made you feel seen? And and how did they do that? Well, when I was in high school, I played basketball. And the coach was not a very nurturing coach. He, He yelled at me a lot, but he never took me aside to, you know, show me anything. At that time, your body's still growing. So you're not fully developed. Right. Some guys develop faster than others, so he only worked with them. Mm. And that was just one guy on the team that was exceptional. So uh, after high school, I went to Pacific Christian College. I'd forgotten all about basketball. Yeah. And I was walking across the campus one day, and the basketball coach slash athletic director comes over to me and he asked me if I played any basketball. And the words that came out of my mouth were, yeah, but I'm not any good. Because that's what the other coach had caused me to believe. Right. So that summer, uh, Coach Michael worked with me and I played that first season and I was co-most valuable player. Wow. Every year after that, because he took the time to work with me, I was most valuable player every year I played there. Simply because he took the time uh, to work with me and nurture me. And out of that, I got to do so many things that I know that I probably never would have been able to do. Uh, I played on a team that went to East Africa 
And we went to Cairo, Egypt, uh, Alexandria, Egypt. We went to uh, Addis Ababa, Ethiopia. We went to Khartoum. Uh, we went to Mombasa, Kenya, Nairobi, Kenya. And all because he took that time to work with me and develop my game to where I was able to do that. And we not only just played basketball in those countries, we shared the word with those people also. And the name of the group was Sports Ambassadors, and that's what we did. That's unbelievable. Man, it's like he just changed the trajectory of your life. Right, exactly. That's, uh, that is exactly, I, I feel like that is an example of somebody who was mimicking Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I mean, Jesus set the bar pretty high for us when it comes to seeing others and, and making them feel valued, right? Right. Um, but as, as human beings, uh, not all of us measure up to Jesus. In fact, you know, Romans chapter three is pretty clear. All of us fall short mm-hmm. of the glory of God, right? So do you have any examples of how maybe you've missed an opportunity to, to see someone else, another human being, and make them feel seen? Yeah, I have one that uh, still kind of bugs me to this day. And it had to do with the guy where I worked at my last job. And there was another guy that was, uh, he was a lead guy, and he, he liked to pick on people that he figured he could uh, get riled. And... Um, there was a guy that I thought something was going on there and I failed to talk to him about it. And he ended up getting fired uh, because that guy pushed him to the point to where they almost got into a fight. And of course the lead guy went and told him that the guy struck him or whatever. And, and they got fired and he got fired. Now the guy came to me one day and thought that he could bully me. And uh, he said something about my truck wasn't clean enough and all that. And I said, you know what? Uh, this truck is probably about as clean as it's going to get. I said, I know you can see that. I said, but if you want to fire me, then feel free. Because all that means to me is I'm not supposed to be here. I said, God gave me this job and he'll just give me another and he looked at me with this look on his face. He just couldn't believe I said that. And we went on our merry way. <laughs> now, two weeks later, he comes to me and he says, Mr. Fred, he goes, I got to hand it to you. He says, most guys complain when I tell them that they need to clean their trucks up. He said, but you didn't. And I just want you to know, I understand. And he walked away. <laughs> wow. How about that? Yeah. Mm. So then, you know, kind of going to the opposite side of that, like what, what are some ways you have fallen in Jesus's footsteps uh, in a really good way and made people feel seen? I mean, what does it look like? I know, you, you get the chance to interact with people quite a bit there at HEB. Um, so what, what does it look like for you to help other people feel seen? Wow. HEB, 
Man, I'm I'm so glad I worked there. Uh, <laughs> God led me to HEB, and I know He did. Uh, after being a truck driver for 45 years, and then uh, working there, and I'm with people, uh, working with people every day that I don't know, but I have come to know because everybody goes to the grocery store. Everybody, you know. And um, there have been people uh, that uh, have come up to me that, uh, you know, seem like they're not so happy or seems like something's bothering them. But I try to talk to to them in a way to let them know that it's okay, things are going to be all right. And I try to uh, uh, portray to them uh, something of joy, you know. Yeah. Uh, I try to build them up. Uh, I tell them uh, that I'll pray for them. If they want to pray right there, we can. I said, but if you don't, just remember, I'm going to pray for you anyway. And uh, some of these people that return uh, come in with a with a different attitude and uh, I'm glad to see them, and they're glad to see me. Yeah. Um, just this last week, uh, there's a guy and his daughter that come in. She's in grade school. Uh, she wasn't with him two weeks ago, and I asked where she was. He said she was, you know, in California at Disneyland. Mm. And so this weekend, uh, they both came in. And I said, you know, I missed you being with him last week. And she goes, I know, Mr. Fred, I was in Disneyland, and I had a great time. And I said, well, I guess now it's time to go back to school, huh? And there was silence. And he kind of leaned over and told me, he goes, she doesn't want to go back to school because she's being bullied. Mm. And I said, okay, that's not good. And he said, you think you could say something to her uh, to make her feel better about going to school? And and I did. I, I talked to her. And uh, it's funny the way the Holy Spirit hits you. I can't tell you exactly what I said. Yeah. But I felt that nudge. And I talked to her. And it it made her feel better and it made him feel better. And he thanked me for talking to her. And uh, these are things I didn't expect to happen at this job. Yeah. Uh, I've had conversations with people that um, they've just come up to me and just start talking and telling me this and telling me that. Not that I asked them. But apparently they see something. And uh, so uh, I talked to them. And uh, it's, uh, it's been a blessing to be able to have access to so many people that I don't know, but I can share with them uh, the way God has blessed me. That's uh man that's beautiful. I I love the way that 
you just talk about how you know, the Holy Spirit sometimes when He's working, you don't really you don't remember what you said. You just know you made a difference. Yeah. Um, and I think that's you know the whole point of this this podcast, everyday saints. Like this is something any anybody can do. And I'm I'm guessing when you when you got that job at HEB, you weren't thinking, man, I'm going to have all kinds of ministry opportunities here. No, I I didn't. And uh, a lot of people wonder, well, have you ever done anything like this selling? I go, no, I've never done anything like this. And they, you know, how do you get people to uh, uh, get the product? And the way I reach people is I watch their body language. There are some people that will walk by and they just kind of look to the side at you and they keep going. There's some people that kind of stand off and they kind of watch. So I came up with these phrases. The people that walk by and just kind of glance at it, I always say, give it a glance, give it a chance. And they will stop and come back and and see what I have. The other people that stand off and to the side and kind of watch, uh, I say to them, don't be shy, give it a try. And it gets their attention. Uh, there are people who come up and they think they're supposed to serve themselves. And that's not, you know, what they're supposed to do. And I, I have to halt them, tell them, no. I am here to serve you. I am here to serve you. If only for a moment, I am here to serve you. And their faces light up and they go, wow, I like that, you know? And uh, so that's my way of getting their attention and uh, uh, making them feel good. Yeah, I I can vouch for you in the, sand, in the sense of... Uh, so you, you guys have been at the church for 15 years. Uh, I have been on staff for about six, about 15 years as well. And in that time that I've been able to know you and your wife, Sue, uh, you guys both, like when you say you're here to serve them, like I believe that because I've seen that in you guys. It's, it's what you do. It's who you are. Yeah. And uh, I think one of the keys to seeing other people is just like, taking the, the time and, and the initiative to tell yourself, I'm here to serve other people. Mm-hmm. And it just, seeing other people just becomes the thing you do because you are looking for opportunities to serve them. Yeah. So I, I appreciate you sharing that, that story with us. Um, when, you, when you think about this concept of seeing others and as you defined it, uh, making other people feel valued um, and believing that they're valued. Are there any scriptures that have inspired you to become that type of person who sees people that others maybe don't see? Yeah, I have uh, Ephesians 4 where Paul is in prison and he's uh, telling the people that uh, of Ephesus, he says, uh, therefore I am a prisoner for serving the Lord. Uh, I beg you, to lead a life worthy of your calling. For you have been called by God. Always be humble, gentle, 
be patient with each other, making allowances for each other's faults because you are loved. So uh, we are supposed to love all. We are supposed to uh, be kind to people. And because that's what, uh, that's what God has asked us to do. It doesn't matter who that person is. There, you know, there may be some people that, uh, you know, we feel a little bit uh, leery of. But we're supposed to love everybody because that's what God did. He loved us all. Amen to that. And, I mean, the, the reality is none of us would be in the kingdom if God didn't love us enough to find a way for to overcome that that sin gap that we all have, right? Right, exactly. So I, I appreciate that. That's a beautiful scripture um, that leads us in. Um, how do you feel like it just as you've grown to be able to see others and believe in their value as human beings, how has that ability to see others, how, how has it improved your relationships with other people? You, I mean, you're talking here about, you know, people that you didn't know, strangers at HEB, but like, mm -hmm. what about the relationships you have with, with other people? Well, it, uh, working at HEB is a confidence builder. Uh, because it's almost like I get to practice what I preach all the time, you know? Yeah. So uh, it does help me uh, see others uh, in a different way. Uh, and basically, uh, it's just a, just a fulfilling of my soul and my spirit to be able to uh, share with these people, with everybody. Uh, uh, it helps my relationships, uh, makes me see everybody uh, more vividly, um, and uh, it uh, keeps me on my toes to make sure that I'm doing what God wants me to do. Yeah, so... If you were to, I mean, you've got the floor here with whoever's tuning into this. Um, what are some small things you feel like just anybody and everybody can do to help them get better at seeing others and, and believing in their value on a regular basis? Well, uh, I think the way to get better is, first of all, you need to be intentional. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, you need to be intentional. You need to be relational. Uh, uh, those are the first two steps you need to. Uh, and like I tell uh, uh, the people when I'm at work, the people that are standing off and just kind of watching, don't be shy. Give it a try. And it will come to you and it will uh, uh, it'll help you and make you better at communicating with people, but you gotta try. You gotta you gotta take that step. Otherwise you're just kinda in limbo. Yeah. And there is no trying without some intentionality for sure. Um I I think that's one of the one of the things that most of us we 
we kind of sit back and wait for life to happen to us. But if we, if we want to have uh, an imprint on the world around us, we have to be intentional. Exactly. I, I couldn't do my job at HEB if I wasn't intentional. And if I wasn't relational, I, I can't just stand there and hope that people come. Uh, some will, but a lot of, will be passed up because I haven't reached out to them. So I got to be intentional and I got to be relational in order to do my job, to do my job well. Yeah, and that's where those little rhymes come in, you know. Exactly. <laughs> Don't be shy, give it a try. Yeah. That's what he would be saying to me. So, Fred, uh, I, I've loved having you here. I, I'm just going to open it up to you if you have any, any last, last words you would encourage people with on why, why is seeing others so important for us as believers? Well, to that, I would say in doing so, we are fulfilling what God calls us to do, okay? Mm-hmm. And that is seeking God. That is seeking others where they are. And uh, sacrificial living, uh, serving the kingdom, and sharing the gospel. It all comes together right there. And that's beautiful. I appreciate that so much. And, you know, one of the things that, uh, that we are always trying to do here at Northside is live out those values that you just listed off Um you, you can tell that uh, you've, you've been in the eldership here at Northside. You should go straight to the values. But, uh, you know, one of the ways that, that we help our people to see others is just by having partnerships with the community around us. And so in the show notes, we're going to drop a link uh, that will lead you to our page with, that lists some of the, the partners that we have around the community and some ways that uh, you can help other people feel seen and, and valued and uh, just get involved in some, some various ministries uh, that exist simply for that, to help people feel valued and seen and, and to share the gospel with them. And so, Fred, I really appreciate you being here with us today. And uh, go ahead. I appreciate you inviting me. I've, uh, I've enjoyed this immensely. Yeah. And I always love hearing you tell stories because... And it's always, there's always a, a good, solid point to it. So, hey, thank you guys for tuning in uh, to this episode of Everyday Saints, and we will see you next time.